This is the Haddon Bite-sized Bulletin, all the latest from in the galaxy for those of us that are stuck out there in the rest of it. Somewhere near Sol, just around the corner in Alpha Centauri, just a fraction of a light year from the jump point, there is an orbital floating around a planet called Eden. The studio is far from a paradise, though. As the team look up from their screens, they notice a red light flashing. And in a panic, a voice says, Our mics are live! Good evening from Studio 5. This is Hutton Orbital Live, and I'm joined by special guests, Norma Snockers. Good evening, everyone. The ever-present Harry Balsack. Glad to be hanging out here. And stunt presenter King Hanky of Colonia. It's nice to have me here. And now, the headlines. Explorers accuse Pilots Federation of injecting alien items. Progenitor probes piles of Python pictures. Riff Raff, Bakuwolf in hot pink wafer waffle offing. HS 5060's long list of stuff that caught fire. I'll be making head or tail of what's going on in Hutton Space. And I'll be waving fond farewell to community girls for now. There was a furore this week as members of the Distant Worlds expedition, the ones that signed up, logged on to the media channels but haven't bothered with any of that jumping nonsense, accusing the Pilots' Federation of deliberately placing things to find in their path. Investigating this discovery and coming up with absolutely nothing concrete, our team have come up with the only plausible answer that the accusation is true and that for millennia there has been a dedicated department of discovery meticulously inserting strange creatures into explorers paths as we don't have any actual evidence of this you'll have to imagine early explorers of africa or the interior of the amazon rainforest accusing the government of deliberately importing creatures for them to find quick alberforce paint some more spots on that frog anyone seen the stripy paint these snakes are too hard to find. They're basically brown. Apparently, it all started in the props department at the Natural History Museum in London. And Mary, for goodness sake, the butterflies aren't supposed to have smiley faces on them. Good grief, woman. That looks like a gentleman's thingamabob. Actually, if it's modelled on your husband, so I recommend him seeing a doctor. Looks like baby's arm holding an apple it's supposed to be a newt not a cure for hysteria it turns out that without the spacefaring successor to this department space is boring 
Humans, whilst not unique, are certainly one of the few species with opposable thumbs, and of course the dedicated team who place all the small walls on rocky planets have also won awards for the authenticity of their ruins. No, Gerald, you don't need to glue more thorns to that bear. And stop shaving the beavers! Mrs Miggins is having palpitations about the hair going everywhere. This department, uh, in more modern times, specialises in the more spectacular of spacefaring creatures. This isn't No Man's Sky. You may not replace its chin with a pair of testicles. Meanwhile, the jury is out regarding the Thargoids who may simply be made of balsa wood and green paint, and an enormous conspiracy with starship manufacturers to sell more equipment. Pierre! Pierre! We've got an emergency! The Distant Worlds expedition have changed their next waypoint. Has anyone got one of those crystal growing kits? What? what? Oh, just paint it purple. No one will notice. It exists to this very day, but it appears that all they do now is mushrooms, which explains a lot. Progenitor Wolf, Darlene of Hutton, Missions and Mistress of Daily Activity in own stations has summoned senior Hutton personnel to her office this week. Less than impressed by items that have been clogging up her inbox. She appears to have been inundated with demands for vast numbers of void opals in return for the originator of the message not publishing pictures of her bashing her python. On the basis that she doesn't in bashing it, she's inquiring as to which parts have been and what's more have been caught on secret spy camera doing so in unfortunate circumstances. The rather threatening tone of the email suggests that a guilty party or parties has been filmed without their knowledge and the whole incident is shameful. Hutton's head of security duly pointed out that this was indeed feisting scam, the kind that normally originates in Grom's base, and it is intended to scare pilots into playing up just in case they've done something naughty. He has reassured Progenitor Wolf that no actual pythons were harmed in this activity, there is no evidence of anything untowards and of course he deleted his browser history and always uses privacy mode in any case before publishing and offering a few hundred tons of void opals to make sure it all go away. No questions asked and please don't watch that video just in case. With the mysterious disappearance of the Galactic Intern, Hutton has been hurting from the absence of a pilot mascot from the Pilots Federation headquarters to train in all things Hutton. We're in limbo no longer, as Alvin signed the paperwork this week to induct the Grand Lady of Piwaf herself, Go Sally Go, into the Hutton Hall of Horrors. Previously a special guest on this very show, the Piwaf pilot contacted Hutton for help with a very tricky and incredibly silly mission to help her with the master plan for a convoy deep into French space from Seoul, 
using nothing more than her trusty pink cobra, the PWAF, and taking part in a series of ever more complex challenges en route. As it's silly and involves trucking to somewhere, it's right up our street. Volunteers tripped over each other to offer assistance, whether with preparation of her ship, wielding a paintbrush, or being chief spanner monkey in case something breaks down en route. We'd like to welcome Sally on board the Hutton Crazy Train as an honorary trucker and can reassure her that even if we have to get out and push, her ship will make it to the destination and onward to glory and the dizzy heights of fundraising mastery for special effect. Any truckers wishing to be seconded to the pit crew, please apply at Alvin's office, Hutton Orbital, Orbiting Eden, Proxima Centauri, Alpha Centauri, somewhere near Seoul. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 reporting in once again with the latest on the fight against the Thargoids. It's been another week of losses for humanity. Last week, Cannon decoded the eagle eye messages to reveal that the Thargoids were targeting Cambo, HIP10492, HIP4024, Orang, Ross695, and Opila. Unfortunately, commanders were not able to defend these systems successfully, oh dear, resulting in stations being damaged and the systems being subjected to incursions. It's no mystery as to why this happened, since groups engaging the Thargoids are simply overwhelmed at the moment, with ongoing incursions taking place in HIP 24046, Songbi, Bad Banzist, Camulus, Eskite, Pishna, and Anchor. The good news is. That incursions in HIP 24046, Vajra, Deng, Camulus, oh Apishna and Anchor are now showing reduced Thargoid presence. This week, Boffins at Cannon, in collaboration with pilots over in Operation, oh, I can never get this one right, IDA, or is it Ida, have decoded this week's Eagle Eye messages to reveal that the Thargoids are attacking Tangua, HIP9141, Turbocobo, cool, that sounds exciting, Sigreath, 61 Virginis, I thought we just got rid of them from the Virgins, and Ross490. Humanity is in dire need of aid now, truckers. We need every able-bodied pilot out there to do their part and help lift incursions, defend systems, evacuate civilians and deliver repair supplies. Lovely. To assist in any of these, please get in touch with the AXI or Operation Anti-Ida. Your mission this week, truckers, should you choose to accept it, will be to lift the incursions in HIP 24046, Vajra Deng, Camulus, Apishna, and Anchor, followed by defending 
Tangua, HIP 9141, Turbo Kobo, 61 Virginis, and 490. Goodness gracious me, that's an awful lot. Well, good luck out there, truckers, um, for the mug. Good evening, everyone, from your stand-in hot pit messenger, as Lou's still on the run from the fuzz and has gone into hiding. Not sure calling our fluffy leader the fuzz was wise. I have some information which came wrapped around a half brick, which came through the window of the hot pit team earlier today. The note says, Will you look at that? Thargoids off the starboard bow. Prepare to repel borders or borders at the borders. All hands to your AX. Oh, and everything's fine in Hutton space. Don't worry about us. Worry about them. Thank you. And please stay away from LHS 340. It's closed. Plans have been announced to suspend all community goals for a few weeks, starting today, to allow time for fighting the Thargoids. More details later. The Federation needs you, brave pilot. Join the Space Rangers, all 5,000 of us. We are simply the best pilots in the whole of the gig in the Milky Way. Come to our headquarters on Mars and experience our marathon training sessions. Whether you're a complete slick or just need a refresher, we'll let the fuse of your piloting passions and make sure you don't end up as space dust. Don't be a drifter! Break away from your previous life! After eight months of training, you'll be able to join our club. We'll teach you the twelve skills required to join us as one of the best pilots in the whole galaxy. So take time out of your busy schedule and give the Space Rangers a twirl. It won't be a picnic, there's no riding around all day, but you'll get a real boost when you start cashing in bounties left, right and centre. If you don't fetch it up. When crunch time comes, you're qualified, you can fly as part of our team, or on the Toblerone. There are a limited number of positions available within the ranks of the Space Rangers. Numbers are limited to a maximum 5,000 pilots. 4,999 pilot positions open. And then, of course, we've got uh, ECM. Ooh, More people yeah. have signed up. We were going through 20 tickets a day at one point. Wow. But we're, we're now up to... We, we've shot past the number of people who came to the Bristol one, and we're rapidly approaching the number of people that came to the Basing Stroke, Stroke, Reading Stroke, Southeast of England, whatever you want to call it, one that we did last year. So it's going to be nice and busy. Tickets are still available. Hotel rooms at the hotel are not, but apparently there's a premiere in somewhere nearby... And uh, Go Sally Go that we mentioned during the news articles there will be there and she'll be dragging along uh, Will and Paige and possibly, maybe, a member of the rest of the team if we twist their arm really hard. And then the second round of LaveCon tickets appeared and then promptly disappeared earlier in the week as all the gold and I think the platinum ones sold out again. But the camping's still available. Oh. So you, you, can, you, can still, you can still be camp at LaveCon. 
And then talking of more events, there was an announcement by Fantasticon that they are starting their campaign on April Fool's Day. And no, it's not an April Fool. <laughs> then the American contingent of the Hutton Truckers announced that they were having their Oregon pizza meet on the 13th, the week before ECM in Hillsborough, Oregon, which I think last time was about 10 commanders got together and, and had barbecue and beer and stuff. And then there's also, I think Frontier are doing one over in PAX East, but that's full. So if you're not at that, you've missed out. So there you go. Community stuff going on. I'm just seeing with you. I still can't find out. Apparently troll hammers are a thing. No, I still cannot find out about this going round and round a planet. I'm just trying to have a look at it. I, think, I don't it, think it's happened yet. No, it was, it was here, but I've lost it. Oh, yes, here we go, calling the other one up. Sagittarius I issue 19. Has yours landed on your doormat yet? Yes, and I found a really interesting article in there. It's the one, Flossie, about women of space. Oh, it's that one, is it? Yeah, it's the women of space <laughs> one. Is it all about Flossie as the premier <laughs> woman in space? Not all about me. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's all about you. What's that song? Yeah, <clears throat> it's all about you. Well, if there was only one woman in space, we we wish it was was Flossie, but there are not. There are loads of them, and there's an editorial piece all about it, um, and an interview. Um, I haven't got mine yet. You haven't got yours, but it sh it should have been no. on your doormat. Oh my goodness! Oh, it, they've even got a spam. Uh, they've got a fake mug on it as well. The article's entitled "Who the Hell Are the Hutton Truckers with a Fake Mug." <laughs> Anyway, we're not going to give you any spoilers on this one because you can jolly well go and buy your own copy, uh, free from all good news agents or on the uh, the website. Sagittarius dash I. Sagittarius yes slash I dash I, and that's an E Y E I, not an I letter I. If you see what I mean, Sagittarius spelt that way with one G two T's I dot com, and you can read all about the stuff you already know about being a Hutton trucker. <clears throat> There is, of course, a podcast version as well, available on Spotify and iTunes and directly via the website and, yeah, lots and lots of other places. And we understand that um, Commander Wotherspoon, not only is he involved with Live Radio, not only is he involved with Hutton Orbital Radio, but also he's involved in the production of Sagittarius I. Did you know that? Oh. Mm. Talented fella. Okay, so do we have anything else before I find... I've, I've lost that button, you know. Where's the... I, I, I keep losing this button. Okay, I've got this button. Is there anything else you want to add um, from the community or anything else? Oh, no, I've got a link here coming through from Commander Hales. Sagittarius, I have actually released an article about the thing that I was asking about. That's really handy. Let's pop that open. Uh, planning is underway for the Great Planetary Expedition... Chi Hercules, 51.83 light years from Sol. Well, too bad the Thargoids are going to burn it by the time you get there. 3,800 kilometres circumference. Yes, yes, yes. But when? Doesn't say. I'm turning my head sideways. No, it doesn't say. All it says is it's happening. But anyway, thanks very much, uh, Commander Hales. When we find out when, we'll tell you. That's an orbital radio. If you think death is unpleasant... Just wait till you die.
with this week's non-community goals news. Dr Will Flanagan of the Pilots Federation has announced plans to suspend all community goals for the galactic community. Our aim is to give everyone time to fight off the Thargoids, he stated, which is a form of community goal as we need everyone to be doing it and not other things. Apart from the explorers, they can carry on. We therefore request quantities of AX gunfire, gauze cannon shots and charge rounds to be delivered to any Thargoids in the attack systems. In addition, we ask pilots to provide us with evacuation services, which will form the core of our Xenological Strategical Retreat. The Pilots' Federation has agreed to fund the initiative and reimburse contributing pilots. The initiative begins on the 14th of March and will run for as long as it takes to save humanity. If the Thargoid's final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately, probably because we'll all be dead. And that's this week's Community Goals News. It was quiet out there in space. Too quiet. Hadn't had a client in three weeks. Spent my evenings tuning into the wireless, hunting for a signal that needed my help. Canon Interstellar Research Group is what it said on my door. Sounds grand, but most of my time was spent eating biscuits. Digestive biscuits. Until one evening. Dr. Arcanon, they're reading your mind. Oh, not with my new hat. The signal, it becomes clear. What does it mean, Doctor? Mein Gott! The aliens! The signal! They say... Doctor Arcanon? Doctor! No! This was it. Payday. Too big for me. I turned to Galnet and started penning a small ad. Help wanted. Strange signals. Send mathematicians, tinfoil hat specialists, and conspiracy theorists. Apply now. Register at canon.science. I had to write that three times. That's C-A-N-O-N-N. God knows why. That dame sounded like she needed my help. Not sure about the professor. He sounded beyond help. As long as it says Canon Interstellar Research Group on the door, I would decipher those signals.
News Digest, 14th of March, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, goals on hold as community gets serviced. Congress questions religious freedoms. Galaxy celebrates 300 years off Galweb. Devilish Don IDA frustration continues. Goals on hold as community gets serviced. The outfitting of Explorer's Anchorage and the provision of an accompanying megaship at the Galactic Core brings to an end a series of initiatives coordinated by the Pilots' Federation for the benefit of its members. The series started with the campaign to build a space station in Maya, but the Thargoids can't have been ready for us because the deployment of Unity Station was switched at the last minute to the system now called New Yembo, and Obsidian Orbital wasn't deployed for another year. Other initiatives have seen the infamous Battle of Lu, exploration data gathered for the Federation and for the children of Raxler as part of a search for the mystery of the Formidine Rift, killing Thargoids and taking their body parts to the Thargoid-worshipping Thargod cultists, and a slightly lukewarm battle between insurrectionists Nova Imperium and the Old Guard of the Empire. At other times, such as the wedding between Jordan Rochester and Princess Ashling Duval, the seemingly inevitable appeal to ferry wedding cake to Semies never materialised after the wedding was unexpectedly called off. Community goals have become less popular recently, and it's in the light of this waning interest that the Pilots' Federation has announced that it's taking a break from providing such services to its members, while it deploys refactoring techniques to make community events into what it describes as development-supported events, which it claims will be engaging. In the meantime, commanders are encouraged, just for these few weeks, to blaze their own trails instead. Congress questions religious freedoms. The Federal Congress is reported to be reconsidering its stance on the freedom of religious expression. After the religious cult, the children of Tothos forcibly took over a starport in the Chant Star system. Cult leader Barnabas Cole is reported to be planning to summon his deity through the medium of large-scale human sacrifice, and to have in his possession a 300-megaton nuclear weapon for that purpose. He and his followers have taken over the control deck of Coriolis Station Archimbole Terminal. The Federal Intelligence Agency is standing by, but he's unable to launch an assault on the station because of the risk to the millions of potential human sacrifices inside. This sacrifice gambit seems a risky strategy for the cult. Barnabas Cole is going to feel pretty silly if he sacrifices an entire Coriolis station and everyone in it, and Tothos the God fails to turn up to the after-party. Meanwhile, Congress is holding a vote on whether to hold a meaningful vote to start discussions on a bid to amend the First Amendment Act to read Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the exercise thereof 
unless they're a bunch of bloody idiots planning to massacre millions by blowing up a starport. Galaxy celebrates 300 years off Galweb. The system of interlinked documents that is Galweb this week celebrated its 300th anniversary. Galweb uses a network of networks called Intergal, which allows Galweb articles to be stored on distributed clusters of servers anywhere in the galaxy and to be accessed from personal terminals anywhere else. This is analogous to the old Internet, invented by Tim Berners-Lee, which allowed the creation of the World Wide Web, which was invented by Vincent Cerf. Galnet works using Galweb, as does the Codex. The advantage of the storage and transmission technologies of Intergal and Galweb are that the data can traverse 100,000 light-years from one end of the Milky Way galaxy to the other in less than a second. And it is totally immune from misinformation and abuse of any kind. Apart from the widespread dissemination of cute pictures of cats, the manipulation of elections and financial fraud on a galactic scale. Devilish Dawn IDA frustration continues. Well-known head of communication and piracy, Don Antonacci, continues to claim a huge percentage of the contribution Operation IDA makes to repair Thargoid-damaged stations, according to initiative members. At peak times, up to 80% of deliveries are stolen by the evil Kamora boss before they can be used to repair the stations. This illegal activity over a period now stretching to years has made the Dawn far wealthier than any void opal miner and has dramatically slowed down efforts to repair stations. The QA Investigation Agency, led by QA Mitch, QA Jack and QA Tom, claims to be actively investigating the mafia-like stranglehold on the repair effort, although it's been noted by several observers that the door to the QA investigation agency is obscured behind a thick layer of undisturbed cobwebs, and the responses received to the reports from IDA members sound very much as though they've been generated by the Platitude 3000 auto-response bot. Operation IDA continues despite the lack of effective policing against the predatory actions of Pirate Lord Antonacci. The humanitarian effort will not be defeated. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. This is a public service announcement from the Fuel Rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, 
we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. 2. Note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. 3. If you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? It's me, King Kaki. Yeah. Now I know you were expecting old Mr. Naked, but he's got himself into a spot of bother with the law again. So I'm filling his boots. First, first out from the explorers jumping around like St. John Oak in a hurry to get to Cubicle 3, we've got Commander Crim's Shadow 2 with an epic 25,000 light years. Soroka racked up 700 and 71 million credits of data handed in after one particularly long journey back from the shops. The truckers out there, we've got Commander Rumpini with a staggering 78,000 units of cargo brought and sold. The mission, very own Texas Stew, yoohoo, has ranked up 368 mission points. That even more than average Hollywood Cemetery archives out of 100 after college entry exams and a large donation. For combat truckers, Galleon Reynolds was a routine east, shooting east, bounty hunter with a shade over 26 million credits and we had an attic attack on the combat zones with Commander Attic 2 going to war with 20 million total this week was Commander Kiramuta in our in a time of 1 hour 24 minutes and 18 seconds the record still being held by a Lefebaker with 1 hour 23 minutes and 9 seconds if you think you've got what it takes to beat these scores then you can install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your cockpit, only available at fortmug.com. Hutton's Top Trucker is brought to you by Lake and Spaceways Colonial Office, the only ships in the galaxy with a standby hanky in the glove box, just in case.
Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Mm-hmm.